అంతర్యస్య బహిర్విదూతతిమిరం జ్యోతిర్మయం శాశ్వతం స్థానం ప్రాప్తవిరాజతే విరమదాం అజ్ఞానమున్మూలయన్ పశ్యన్ విశ్వమీతమ్లసతీయో విశ్వస్య పారే పర తస్మై శ్రీరమణాయ లోకగురవే శోకస్య హంత్రే నమ మై ప్రణాంస్టు ఆల్ ది సో గ్రేట్ సోల్స్ గదర్డ్ ఇన్ దిస్ బ్యూటిఫుల్ ల్యాండ్ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ గాడ్స్ ఓన్ కంట్రీ వీ వీ ఆర్ వర్ ఆల్ గాడ్స్ ఓన్ మెన్ హు హ్యావ్ గెదర్డ్ హియర్ ద సైన్స్ స్కాలర్స్ aspirants scholar students everybody so it's a beautiful gathering it is nice to be here the title itself is oneness it is very appropriate to talk about dr bhagwan ramana maharshi in this because he is the man who symbolized oneness he said so he once he was sitting under the tree and looking at the mountains birds flowers flora and flora and fauna the arunachala hill the water bodies everything somebody went and asked him bhagwan what are you looking at he said i am looking at myself that is oneness so we are very appropriate that we are gathered here he is not an exponent of a closed system of philosophy he posited an absolute experience of non duality which is his own experience one person asked him bhagwan are you teaching same as that of shankara he replied my teachings are only an expression of my own experience people who have studied shankara told me they are tally with shankara's teachings that's all so bhagwan calls his teaching as hridaya vidya or intuitive knowledge of the heart they it is the simplest teaching in the world it has it, it accepts only two categories not the 24 or 25 tattvas of sankhya or something self and non self what is really self whatever is unreal is non self there are only two things and whatever he start is is only from personal experience it is also he did not depend on any validation a pramana his whole teaching is self validated as a boy of 16 he got the death experience and released in a matter of trice but then later when somebody came and asked him doubts on philosophy he wrote those book and found that they all tallied with his experience and he also not a theoretician no specific things never accepted anything as, a, as something which is very necessary for spiritual evolution in fact emmanuel kant said about metaphysics he called it the bottomless abyss of metaphysics bhagavan also classified in his first book when he was 17 18 years old he wrote the very famous he dictated rather book called who am i non yar in tamil there he says all the theories are like bones picked up from the leftovers of the burnt corpse 
in corpses in the cremation ground is all theories are waste they are all theory don't go on theory find out who who am i who is that that is a only one theory he said only one practice then he it is the shortest teaching of all in the world who am i a boy of 16 he got the intimations of immortality as kids have said from beyond from what he whom he called as the father the arunachala that was conveyed to him and uh, he never far practiced any book any methodology found out himself the atma sakshatkara came to him itself and uh, the, in the traditional advaita there is some difference between what bhagavan said and traditional advaita said traditional advaita talked about for four primate aids you call it uh, this thing given uh, this, uh, uh, the difference between the real and the non real the nityanastha vivekam ihamutra palaboga viragam shad samadhamadi shadka sampatti muk this thing mumukshutva then it goes into th- three categorizations uh, like what is required uh, marana nidityasanam etc then is it contemplation of the four mahavakyas then it talks about the vaya uh, negativa neti neti then other teachers like sanajujata sanasujata of ancient times he talked about the four requirements uh, the what you call the sanakudis utsaha then the guru etc bhagwan said all he accepted them but he said they are these are not sine qua non they are not the essential and requisite conditions what is required only one thing he prescribed is chitta suddhi purity of the mind then all is uh, things were directed towards that finding out who what is the mind from where it arose and he prescribed mind itself as a solution of the all problems manayeva manushyanam karanam bandha mokshayoh mind itself is the cause and the solution and uh, he said and how this uh, problem came the life in his seminal work uladnapada uh, in tamil sadarsham in sanskritam he says in the eighth verse there are two distinct entities actually one one entity one is sat the eternal it never rises nor sets then the jatham the insentient he doesn't say i am there it is jatham insentient then how the creation came in, into that between the sat and the asat he says in between a superficial superfluous entity has come that united united the jatham and the sat apparently not really and it is called chit jada grandi the knot of this chit and jatham that created all the drama which you are saying in the world it is a, this is a theory which is accepted even by upanishads montecopa upanishad calls it vidyate hrade grandi the knot of the heart the knot of the heart is created by a false union of the chit and jatam and he says bhagwan says this chitta grandi is the root cause 
then that has to be cut asunder. How do you do that? He says, you, you do it through the process of self-inquiry, going into your own self. And uh, they, uh, they normally, the normal Advaitic or non-Advaitic teaching talks about Manolayam through the practices which we have discussed. Then Bhagavan said, Manolayam is temporary. Go for Manonasam. In the Upadeshwaram, which uh, my dear friend, in fact, he has ceased my work, I was wondering. Kalidasa says, Uddabhenyasthi Sagaram. It is not possible to cross the ocean with a katamaran. The great teaching of the Bhagavan, the great uh, mountain of knowledge, how it can be compressed within these 20 minutes allotted to me. Then he made it easier by giving the epitome of all these things in the morning. He says, Laya vinasane ubaya rodhane Laya gatak punaha bhavatino murtaha When you go into the process of manolayam using the usual process in the traditional text then it comes back. It's not permanent. Whereas when the, the manolayam and the manolayam is obtained after that you go, you go into the vichara, self-enquiry. To whom this manolayam has come? Then it enters into manonasam, which is uh, permanent. There is no manam, nothing, except what exists is only the supernal self. How do you do that? The process is given by Bhagavan, again later in the same Saddarshanam, 28th verse. ಗೋಪೇತೀವಿಟ್ಟರ್ he, he holds on his breath. He never allows his mind to wander. It is only on the uh, finding out the lost vessels. He goes deeper and deeper till he reaches the vessel. Then he fight, picks it up and comes out to the ground. Then can freely breach. He can freely talk. Likewise, what you have lost is your self-identity. I am that. That you have that tat you have lost. Tatatha, as the Buddha say, that you have lost. You have to find it out. What you should do? Prananja Vasancha Manam hold on to the breath, hold total silence, go deep within. When you pick up the lost obstacle, your own lost self, then you can after recovering it, you can come back. Then can, you can move in the world like Bhagavan. He even cut vegetables at 3 o'clock in the morning. But he was not attached to anything. He is the person who lived total attachment, total non-attachment in the physical world. This is the technique he sought. Go deep within, in yourself. Then uh, if you, you need a rope to go inside a well. The, the rope he said is the self-inquiry. Hold on to the rope of who am I? Who am I? Step by step, you go with the home I inquiry, go into deep into the self, go up into the well of the self, then you will reach. So after that, you can do anything you want. 
the very the seminal work which i mentioned starts with beautiful two beautiful things very first verse sadarshanam it talks about sat ulladu en tamil what is the real i sat ulladu narpadu so it talks about the sat what is the reality in abstract totally absolute terms no upadi totally itself no god no no reference to a personal god no reference to anything else but lead only to the sat so you realize the sat through self inquiry then what prevents you the concept of ajnana and fear the second verse talks about the fear the most famous fear fear we all of us got is the fear of death bhagwan is the one at a 16 years old boy he transcended a death through self inquiry trinyana sambandhara also is one of the verses talks about how he conquered death shiva has uh, sent him to the world then he found that uh, he is getting mixed up with other people he, he sent him uh, an uh, a feigned death from there he caught up and became jnana sambandha bhagwan also did that so he he went to he went into the death and came out so the fear of death is the most prevailing death uh, threat fear what but is it real is the body real the word f e a r fear f e a r the four alphabet signifies signify false entity appearing real that is fear so you 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 think there's a, there's a real entity called the body mind complex the psycho mental uh, body complex you think that is real through the psycho then you get fear fear that you are going to be destroyed death is going to embrace you once you realize that this fear false entity is no longer a real entity it is false then you get out of the concept of fear that is the another things which bhagwan said <clears throat> and as uh, my brother vamadeva said in the morning who am i is not a psychological question it's a deep inquiry of yourself to descend into your own self reach the ultimate then your chichada grandi will be broken then you will be able to reach the bottom you go bhagwan says in the 14th verse of um sadarshanam ego is not real what is ego again if you go into expansion mode ego ego comes ego can be expanded as expel god out that is ego when the ego inside god is not there so uh, when ego enters in as a ghost bhagwan says in the 14th verse of the sadarshanam ego is a ghost and the ghost is not real but it sticks to you it feeds on your mind mind body attachment and uh, if you go go on searching if you go if search for where is the ego it vanishes potambadikum then it gets it gets lost no longer there bhagwan tells a story on this when explaining this in a marriage hall there an imposter has entered he says there is uh, through the great bride's party he said he is you belong he is very close relative of the bridegroom when the bridegroom party he said he is a close relative of the bride so he went on uh, hogging couldn't taking everything then the both of them once met 
in the afternoon discuss there is sapasan who says your relative and he also told he is my relative who is he so they went to search for him the moment the search party reached him he ran away so the bride bridegroom is the sat the bride is the material things there is a non sat asat so to the two asat to asat the ego believes as if it is a, it belongs to that to sat it says i am also you but when the sat and asat start searching for him ego is no longer there then how do you do how to locate then there bhagavan's teaching comes which is moderately different from the traditional advaita teaks bhagavan says you are you cannot catch a thief but by becoming a thief a thief cannot be caught by another thief he says the you are using the mind mental practices what we have discussed as some time ago that the four theories three methods everything they won't be they won't help you because for all these things you use your mind for devotion you use your mind bhakti you use your mind karma use your mind then yoga also the mind is used when the mind itself is used for that then it is not it is an inefficient used instrument to put an end to put a cessation to the process so you should go outside the mind how will you transcend the mind bhagwan's method of self enquiry constant who am i who am i who am i momentless pratibodha viditam matham amritatvam hi vindate that's that upashakti every moment something which vibrates within you as i i so go into that and find out who is that every moment of vibration and bhagwan's another special teaching is don't fight with that don't uh, there is a there's no fight no 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 difficult exercises just to watch it being a watchful thing and find out how the thoughts are coming when the thoughts are you can you can child a child will be doing lot of mistake mischief in the house but when the father looks at it constantly then he drops all the things and becomes very quiet so the, the child of the mind goes on playing and go doing everything but you just to watch it continuously without trying to control it then it subsides by itself be watchful there is an anecdote of a jewish philosopher called balsheb balsheb was living in a town okay still give me another 5 minutes balsheb was in a grove in a huh 2 minutes okay this is as i said would have been after sagaram then i will go into something which is very important we are i'm about to talk about consciousness but i have not come at, come to that at all i'll just to tell you some portion which is is a famous book of bhagavan called vichara sangraham then he says how the mind and ideas arise how they they go that go down there's a light in an inner chamber then there's a trap door then there's a gateway there's a mirror then there's a chamber below and then there are six windows then outer world what are they lamp is the self the door is the sleep the door which was number 2 is the sleep sushupti 
then the doorstep is the mahat tattva the seeds seed of all our ideas called mahat is all creation all ideas that is the uh, thing the doorstep then the inner wall is nescience or causal body that is uh, four then the mirror the five it is the ego then the window is the five cognitive senses see if a six uh, the six uh, five senses are the windows there number six then seven is the inner chamber it is deep sleep in which the subtle body is manifest that is uh, you can see that then the a dream state is the middle chamber that one is the where the light is there it is a sushupti in sushupti there is a there the atma is present self but you are not aware of it because it is surrounded by that four the wall of darkness nescience then the eight is the middle chamber dream state in which this subtle subtle body is manifest then the outer thing is the Uh, the physical body so there is a light then it, it is surrounded by darkness nescience but the self is always there shining then by combination of the time and the karma then the door opens then it contacts it passes through the the light of the self passes through the mahat tattva through that interaction then the uh, creation comes but it is arupa then it goes it gets reflected in the mirror of egoity then the creation comes then it comes into the body the physical body from that all the activities take place through the six the windows so number 6 of senses then it goes into the physical world then the reverse process you have to attempt to go back into the light this is essentially the teaching of bhagavan i don't have time to explain this this is a very beautiful thing he has given himself has drawn this picture in pictorial form and wrote a book called vichara sangraham which explained all these things anyway as bhagwan himself said this is like collecting bones from a buck in a cremation ground all these theories nothing the bottom of bottomless abyss of metaphysics let us be silent and go deep within even say ourselves leave everything else go within yourself then the light of bhagavan will shine you yasaivas puranam sadatmakam asat kalpartha kambhasate sakshat tattvamasiidi vedavajasa yobhodayat yasritan yas sakshat karanat bhavena punaravartir bhavam bodhidu tasmai sri gurumurte namidam sri dakshinamurti it has been summarized by shankara see what is vibrating within you every moment then what is being conveyed as the tomasi and what is being felt in the uh, presence of a sadguru this is the same idea this ultimate truth which is conveyed by bhagwan my thanks for the people who patiently listen to me om namo bhagavate sri ramanaya